Welcome to the escape room. Enjoy the game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the DIU Escape Room ah, Escape Room Podcast. Yeah. Tongue twister. Uh, it's been a minute since we've been on the air. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, our last upload was back in May. This is going to be the first episode of now season five. Yeah. Every time we take a break, that's when I change the seasons over. Okay. So, whether seasons have 30 episodes or five episodes, it's whenever we take that Longer break. I switched to a new season. Uh, we're going to talk about Riddle Room in Warwick, Rhode Island. One of our favorite places. Now it is. Yeah. Now it is. It was uh, always. Well, when we were there, it was... They've always been very special to us. Yeah, they have been. But they, uh, you know, when we were novice, we kind of kind of didn't like a lot of the things the way they did things. But now that we've grown as escape room uh, <laughs> enthusiasts. Nope. Uh, we appreciate now everything that they do. A lot of the things they do, I should say. Um, we did three rooms there, and we brought along your brother. This brother weekend. Anthony. And uh, we also have an interview after we do this review where uh, with Byron, the CEO, president of Riddle Room. Good old Byron. And, yeah. So we started out uh, kind of a redemption tour. So this is kind of a redemption tour and then new room reviews. Yes. Um, back in 2020, uh, Vanishing the Velmont, we they had just opened the room and invited us out to come play. Yes. Uh, we played that in Fortune, uh, Forest of Fortune, and we really didn't like it. Too much. Well, well, me anyway. I should. Say. I really liked the first half of the game. Yeah, it was the mid game that mid killed. To, yeah, it. the mid to the end that killed. And us. we never got to the end. Right. But I really liked the first part of the game. Uh, it was just everything in that mid part was. It was just too much to carry on. Uh, for us anyway. Yeah. For two people. Uh, so it was kind of a redemption. We went back. We did. Uh, we redid it. That was the first room we did. Um, shout out to Janae for being a fabulous game master. Unbelievable. Uh, I they we saw the changes that they made in the room since in you know since the last time we were there, which were vast improvements. Vast improvements. <laughs> you know that's that's one thing that Riddle Room does is they do listen to. Constructive criticism, and they do take it to heart, and they do yeah. make modifications when it calls for it. Right. And this room, there was a part of it that really called for modifications to be made, and they really took it to heart, and they, they made a much, much better, better, much more enjoyable game. Much much better game flow, much better direction, much better, yeah, everything, all around. Uh, so, Vanishing Belmont, you start in the front lobby. And you work your way through. Yeah. 
Um, you could read what the room is about. It's, uh, let's see here. They scored a room in an upscale hotel in Newport, which led that you've always dreamt about staying at. The prices have been cut because there's been series of guests who have gone missing. But it was a deal too good to pass up. If you check in, will you ever check out? Yeah. This is the most realist, their most realistic game. I would think so. I think it's right up there. The immersion is just unbelievable. Right. And you can see pictures on their website. It's very, very well done. Um, there was a few things I remembered about it. Uh, some things I forgot about. That's what's tough about the Redemption Tours is even though we play the game differently and we look at things differently, there are some things that you do remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some things that you definitely don't remember. But what makes it fun is that there's all those things, hopefully like this game, that the operators have switched up. Operations are Yeah, some of the puzzles are switched up. Some yeah. of those were that. Like when we first walked in, I remembered the very first puzzle we did. And I remember... I'm like, all right, we don't do it this way. And still, when I walked in, okay, we got to do it. Wait, no, we don't got to do it this way. Yep. I almost did it wrong again. And so it was like, you know, it was cool. It was it was cool that, you know, this whole room, yeah, it really. Plus, I think it might have helped we had a third person with us. Right, with a fresh set of eyes on it. And um, it and a... As, a, as a newbie, he really enjoyed the room, too. Oh, yeah. He, uh. We were lucky that he was able to come up with us, and because yeah. uh, we've never had this is the first guest we've had on a yep. road trip with us, and uh, we always, you know, because we're always doing these rooms, two people, two people, two people, and it was nice to have another fresh set of eyes on all these puzzles. Yes. Um, so, but vanishing to Belmont, uh, definitely go check them out. Um, they wanted some kind of a. Mystery theme award. Uh, you can read it all on their website. Uh, again, shout out to Janae. She was very good at uh, maneuvering us through the room and through, actually, the next game, too. Uh, so, again, Vanishing Belmont. Have anything else to add before we move on to the next room? Not really. I mean, it just... It's just a good game. The immersion is, is incredible on it. I'm glad they changed the middle of the game. Yes. They made something that the first time around was so frustrating. It made us argue so much that we were mentally done and weren't going to finish that game no matter what. And that was our first game of the, of the day. And uh, At the time. When we were talking about doing this road trip, I was... I really wanted to do this room, but I was a little bit hesitant because I of that too. memory. I was too. And then when we got there, and she says, well, how about we do that room first? Again, I was getting a little bit more leery of it because I didn't want to ruin the whole day on that first game. But the changes they made were just stellar. And it's not big changes. It's just little things in clarification. And, and made the game run smoother. Yeah. To that's me. all it is. And that's... And we talked with her about it, and we talked to Byron about it, and that's, like I said, that's one thing they do is listen to they listen to, the, to the, people's to comments. The customers. Yeah. yeah, they listen to the customers. Um, so anyway, let's move on to the main reason we really wanted to go to this place and add this place, um, Rocky Neck State Park. Oh, I'm sorry, 
not Rocky Neck. It's Rocky Point Park. Rocky Neck's in Connecticut. Yes, I know. I know. It's because I just kept saying it while we were around the road, and it was easier for me to say it that way. Rocky Point Park. Which we've never been to that park because it no longer exists. It no longer exists. And but it exists here at Riddle Room. Yes. This room was phenomenal. Yes. I honestly think it's their best game they have. It was... I was dumbfounded by how much I liked this game. I was speechless at the end of the game. I was amazed at how much they were able to fit in such a small area. Yes. And still be able to fit. I mean, maybe five people is pushing it. I mean, granted, you, me, and your brother were were big-boned mother lovers. Beefcake. Yeah. And... I think we could have fit one more in there. Maybe maybe Becca. <laughs> <laughs> As people should know through the podcast, she is a tiny woman. <laughs> but um I really I really was amazed at how much they, they fit into this room. I mean we talk about games that really pack immersion into every corner of the room. This one is the top bar for doing that. This was every, every corner, corner of the, room. the roof, of the ceiling, floor, of the yeah, corners, floor to of, ceiling. The f- of the floor, everything. And not only that, everything is historically accurate yes. to what the park was. So they yes. actually spent time with just park historians and right. at the library figuring things out. Which and you'll hear with the interview. It's with uh, after this. You know, unbelievable that that much preparation went into a game and it shows you're right it, it really it really does it does uh they have a, well they have a video of every single one of their rooms uh, like an intro to it and they have some pictures on their website they actually fit real ride cars in this yes place. um which again is in the video so it's not like it's a spoiler or anything but uh, everything in here was just really good and a surprise there were so many like wow factors in this room. And just when you thought, oh, okay, that's the end of the game, there's more. Whoops, and there was there, there's more. more. <laughs> there's and more. it just kept going on and going on. And yeah. it was unbelievable. It was such a great feeling. And I really, really had a lot of fun and really enjoyed that game. I, you and me both. Um, I don't think we ever got frustrated in this room. I think no. we just worked right through it all. Um. Yeah, just it was just a phenomenal room, and uh, even different takes on the same kind of game. Um, there's little tweaks that the way that they the the way that they 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 did it were uh, just changed the way you look at a game, and it's just unbelievable when you see it at a different angle or a different way. How much life it brings to a game, it does. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all the mini games in there, all the mini puzzles in there, everything just... They had everything. Everything you could touch on, they had in there. They had, you know, motion, they had music, they had lights, they had... Whatever you could think of, they had in that game. Right. I mean, like I said, you could see you could see the pictures in here. They had a free fall. They had a Ferris wheel in there. They have a haunted uh, house of horrors. They have... I don't know what that is. That's the music machine, I think. Yep. Uh the music game. If you watch the video, they even have the 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 horse derby. 
Yeah, all the old games. Everything. I mean, I've never been to this park, but all the old games from you know Boardwalk Amusement Parks they had in there. You're right. It was it was just very, and they had like the stuffed animal prizes hanging all over the yeah. place, balloons hanging all over the place. It was very very well done. And I think I jumped more in this game, even though it's not a scary game. Right. It was just the noise. Of Surprisingly, yes. noise here and there that. You know, in a good way. Yeah. You no, know, was I was like, way. I was jumped like, oh, I'm scared. I jumped like and started laughing. It was just a great, great feeling to be in that room. It really was. So check that out. Uh, Rocky Point Park. I got it right this time. Uh, we moved on. Took a quick break. Yep. Grabbed the snack. I got a free soda. You did. Sonic hooked you up. Yeah, Sonic had uh, was redoing their Pre-plug. their uh, dining room, and yes. I didn't have a car because I left it in the parking lot of and the place. And you didn't want to walk through the drive So I knocked on the door and told them <laughs> I didn't have a car, and they gave me a free soda. <laughs> so that was great. So, you know, shout out to the people at Sonic. Yeah. So anyway, we uh, it's a quick break. You got the free soda. Grab a little bite to eat. And uh, went into our third room. Now, we were looking forward to this room because this room actually intrigued us. We've been wanting to play this room since it first opened. Yeah. The description of it, you know, hit us right. I mean, we're old school video game people and... Old school meaning Coleco. Yeah. (laughs) Atari. (laughs) Atari. uh, (laughs) Into the first Nintendo, maybe. Nintendo. After that, it's all downhill. It's just yeah. too many buttons. After that, it goes to <laughs> Philip takes over with, with his, uh, whatever he does. Yeah, whatever he does. Um, but no, it was it was something that we've been really looking forward to, and I really liked this game, but I have mixed feelings about this game. So this game is the Imaginasium of Intrigue. Yes. And uh, wars raged in the land of imagination. The evil King Congo seized power, spreading cruelty across the entire land of imagination. Um, the guy is Cooper, who is our game master. I forget what our game master's real name is, but it he called himself Cooper. Yeah, so it's Cooper. Cooper's good enough for me. An army paratrooper with the resistance to help defeat the evil king. Um, and the resistance is counting on us to do it. This room started right outside the room. And you love when this happens. Yes, I mean, I like I when this happens do. too. But this was actually the Rocky Neck did too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Rocky Point Park did too. Uh, started outside and we took us in. Yeah. Uh, but this one was cool. Because the guy was, you know, he had the camo on, talking like a video game trooper. And, yep. Um, right outside the door was one of your favorite things Han to ever Solo see. Han Solo and Carbonite. Han Solo and Carbonite. God damn, gotta love Han Solo and Carbonite. Uh, we walked into this room, and there was, this room was done very, very well, but there are some of the puzzles in here that I could do without. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that they were puzzles that you're saying that they're smarter than you, but... Oh, no. It was, it was just... 
a lot of miscommunication, I think, and misdirection almost with, unless we just did not understand the way it was. I don't know. I it guess, was weird. One thing about this game is there's the game, and then there's the other game. The bonus games. Like, the place is packed with game puzzles, and it's also packed with bonus puzzles. Mm-hmm. And when you, if you take the time to solve bonus puzzles, they add it to your time at the end. Um, they add their points. To they the add end, their yeah. points to it. It's a point system like a regular video game. Yep. Uh, we had chosen as a team not to play. Worry about them too much. Not to worry yeah. about them. If there was time at the end left, we would go back. I think uh, the game would be better designed. Would be better played. If we had at least one more player, yes, and as a team, players switched in and out between the actual game and, and the these bonus. puzzles. I did try to go back to play one or two of the puzzle ones um, that I really needed a little bit extra more than just me doing it. Right. Um, but there was so much to do along the way. It wasn't like I could stop during the course of the game. Right. And... The fact that they're there and they're everywhere and they're marked and you want to play them. And a lot of times the bonus puzzles look more fun than, than the actual than puzzles because puzzles yeah. they're all bright and shiny and gold. And, yeah. you know, you, you, you want to do it kind of takes away from the game a little bit. Um, but at the end, you know, you get done with it and you did miss half the game because half the game is bonus puzzles. Exactly. Now, is is the design that... We could go back and play that game again, and now just play all the bonus puzzles. Or is it designed? Hey, you really should have four to six people with you. To, to I think do it's it. designed to have, to have you at know least four to six. People. Because I would be happy playing this game again and just doing the bonus puzzles. Um, they seem like a lot of fun. I think ninety percent of what we played, I thought was a lot of fun. I know the one that you're talking about right off the bat. Yeah, it was right in the first. Right in, in, the in, in the in the first room, and it reminded me of the dragon eggs of uh, Dragonborn. Yeah, and um, as a as a colorblind person, uh, trying to give helpful hints to two other people, and I'm used to giving them just to you, and we right. kind of work together. It was a little odd that dynamic, uh, but we got through it. We and did. We figured it out. We did. And but I thought that each room, the theme of each room, fit video game as nicely and as closely as you could physically make it. Oh, definitely. You know, you felt I like agree. you were in the different video games. Right. And the object of it, and they tell you at the beginning, is you got to find the five bananas and hang them up. Once the fifth one's hung up, the time's over. Yeah. And I totally forgot about that. And I think... Time stopped while you were still working on one of the bonus puzzles anyway. Yeah. Because I put the last banana up and that was it. But uh, I totally forgot about going back for bonus because I was not I was just determined to get through the room. Yeah. I wasn't worried too much about the, the puzzle, uh, the bonus. Um, some of the things in there, uh, one, one spot particularly was you had to, there's a picture here of the volcano and you had to grab something. And it's just if we had to have the game master come in and actually yeah. use a pole to pull the thing down. Yeah. 
I now, would, maybe if we had someone like your boss's son with us. Yeah, well, that's different. It would have been different, but everyone that we know is a short little Italian midget. Exactly. Um, so, meatballs have a problem of reaching high places. Uh, and I it, know exactly what you're going to say. is You've got to bring in something to get it done. Well, that should be in the room. It should be in the room. Uh, that would be my only real big criticism about this room. Uh, a couple puzzles I didn't understand, but you and Anthony nailed it. Um, like these here. Yep. Um, I'm not trying to give spoilers away. That's why. Uh, I, I think mean, there's, there's, there's pictures and video on their website, so... I think out of all their rooms in both locations, yep. if you're going to play two games back-to-back, it would be the Rocky Point in this game. Yes. Because um, both of them not only have, quote-unquote, regular escape room games, but they also have physical-type activities that you have to do, um, whether it's throwing something or hitting something or knocking something over or breaking something, whatever. Um, Actually, Rocky Point Park was probably the most physical room we've ever Yeah, seen. and this one had some stuff in it, too. It did, too, yeah. Um, especially the further you went on yes. in the game. And someone like me, who is as uncoordinated as you could get, which is why I never played sports, um, you know, makes it a little bit difficult. I'm trying to rely on other people while... Trying my best to help, and you throw something, you come four feet away from the target. Yeah, you hit the target. Back away a little bit. Yeah, one of them. Hey, I couldn't hit them either. So. But uh, if you if you like that kind of experience, then these two games fit together great. Definitely do. Oops, sorry, Milo. Didn't mean to kick you. Velma fits more in with the style of their Mafia game. Yes. Which is more of a immersion hundred and ten percent, and who done it, and who done it, and you know, which is another game I love. It's still one of my favorite games of all time, and they still have it, at their and other they still location. have that their other room. Um, but I just wanted to throw that in there. No, yeah, no, I I agree with you hundred percent when it comes to this. Um, they keep up in their game for every game that they yeah. build, um, and you know we've played every single one of their rooms now, and. Again, by far my, my favorite game out of all, what do they got, six rooms now? They One, got, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. They got two at the other place and four here. Yes. Uh, is Rocky Point Park is my favorite. Then I would probably go down to Imaginas- Imaginasium of Intrigue, you know, and then so on and so forth. I think these two were my favorite ones. I know you love the Mafia room. I love that Mafia and room. And I think that would probably be number three on my part, but. But I, got, I, I really like. It up. Every time. I really like the feel of the new Velmont room as yeah. opposed to the first incarnation yep. of it. It was a cool, cool room. I wish that um, there was one part uh, that they did change up a little bit after the first room that I wish they didn't change um, going into the hallway. But right. uh, it's still cool. It's, you know, it's different and it's still something to experience. Um, but I'm glad they changed that other part, that hallway part. Oh, I agree. I mean, that, I mean, that was 100%. just... We're wow. ready to kill each other in the, in the place. In, in the, the place and everybody yeah. working there. Yeah. So, anyway. So, these are the three games. Riddle Room dot... It's R-I. Riddle Room dot com. Uh, check them out. They have the two locations. One is... Uh, 
Warwick, Rhode Island. The other one is East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And I got freaking mail. Um, so stay tuned right after this quick break. You're going to hear an interview with Byron, the president and CEO of Who just one person of the year. He did? Uh, Small Business Association 2022. Did he know? Yes. So oh, shout out did. to him for that. And, uh, you know, he's a great guy. We love talking with him. We love hanging out with him. Uh, I've sent some pretty good emails back and forth with him. Yeah. He's always been great. He's always been going out of his way to be there when we were there. Um, we pulled that in, and he wasn't there yet, but uh, she was there, and Can I? Yep. she came running right out, and she was happy to see us, and we were greeted with open arms, and it's great. It's great when we take these road trips and we see people that we know. And uh, we get the response like that. Right. We love it. We appreciate it. And anything that we could do to tell you, you have to play these games. You have to play these games. These are. Also, thank you to Riddle Room. I don't know who runs their social media end of it, but when they posted the three pictures of us for the three rooms we did, they also threw in the link for the podcast nice so appreciate you sharing the podcast and we loved your rooms can't wait for the next one yeah um, Which, the rumor that i hear you'll is hear that it. it is phenomenal and you'll hear a little bit of an exclusive that we got in the interview gotta love exclusives you gotta so stay tuned for that right after these uh i'm dom i'm phil and here's the interview All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the DIU Escape Crew Podcast. That's Bill. And this is Phil. And I'm Dom. He is Dom. And who are we here with? We are here with Brother Anthony. What's up? Or Cousin Anthony on my part. Bring that just a little bit closer to you, my friend. There you go. Here we go. And we have a special guest today. We are on our Rhode Island road trip, and we're here with... Byron from the Riddle Room. Yeah. We've known uh, yeah, baby, each other for yeah. a few years now. Yep. We've come up, we've played uh, everything in both locations. we got two locations. Uh, yeah. Where are the locations at? Two locations, one in East Greenwich, Rhode Island, and one in Warwick, Rhode Island. Yes. They're 11 minutes apart. Literally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We started pretty much playing these games. We started here in 2019. We came up and we played your East Greenwich because this place wasn't open yet. Yep. Um, so we kind of started from beginning to end now, like in a way. Yeah. <laughs> the way your rooms opened up. Uh, yeah, we came up. We were just starting out and we had a great time and everyone was always good to us and we always liked coming back and built this whole trip around coming here today. <laughs> We really did. Seen our full evolution. Yes. Yeah. We always love having you. All right. So, uh, how long have you been doing this? 
We opened the LLC in 2015 and had our first game open in 2016. And what made you want to do Are you an enthusiast or you just like the puzzles or you're just insane enough to open up a... <laughs> a little bit of everything. I fell in love with the immersive entertainment business and it just encompasses all of my skills, wanting to entertain, wanting to build things artistically and just be creative. So it's kind of what I was meant for. Sorry, I was looking at my phone. Okay. Um, I don't even remember what questions we were going to ask. I love this show. I love this show because we screw it all up and we don't edit it out either. Um, yeah, sure. How many rooms have you done as uh, a customer? As a um, player? As, as a, a player? player? Uh, 121. Nice. And how many states? Um, or how many countries? Two different countries, probably eight states. I'm not exactly sure about that, but nice. What was your favorite one out of those? Um, definitely the Lost Island of the Voodoo Queen in Escape Arium, uh, Laval, Canada. Nice. Nice. Never heard of it. Haven't made it out of the country yet. <laughs> Sounds like another road trip. Right. Uh, like I said, I'm not allowed out of the country. So, uh, yeah. Um. Anthony, this one goes to you. This is your first marathon uh, escape room. First road trip. First time you've done more than just one escape room in a yep. day. You've done three. How does your mind feel after doing three in a row? I was a little tired in that third one, but, you know, it's a... Uh, I think I'll be good after a little rest. <laughs> this kid, he's done... What was that? Your eighth room, right? Eighth room, yes. And he's undefeated. He's That's never lost a room yet. He's our, 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 our lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You just got to keep him around. When, they, when I lose, so it's a <laughs> do or die. Yeah. So how was your record for doing the amount of rooms in the day? Uh, we've done 12. Uh, we do a lot of wow. trips at, with the company. We went down yep. to Virginia, and 12 was insane. Wow. That, that. You're we better did, than us. I can we tell you that. We did seven, and we were, kill, we were dead. Uh, but, yeah. Wow, that's, that's 12 cool. is, that's impressive. By the 8th, it's just all yeah. mixes together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what happened with us when we, uh, our Jersey trip, we took, uh, we did what, 7 on accident the first day. We were only supposed to do 4. Yep. We ended up doing 7. Next day, we did 6 or 7. And then Wednesday, we were like, yeah, we're just vegging in front of the TV at the hotel all day. It's like, <laughs> yep, we're done until Thursday. Whole day of cartoons. <laughs> Decompress time. <laughs> but... Um, all right, so um, you opened up, it was before the world experienced COVID and all that fun stuff that went along with it, and then we got hit with that. Um, and for a while there, various places were shutting down, and that, and now that we're back open again, uh, how do you think this industry is changing? Do you think it's going to be more going back to what it was do you think it's going to be more uh online stuff do you think it's going to be more outdoor scavenging stuff you can't break the in-person experience it's just way more impactful than the online experience i think time limits are going to change pricing structure is going to change and the the mold is going to be broken uh, it's not going to be the hour stuck in one room thing anymore it's going to alter into a variety of different immersive entertainment options. I can see that. 
especially yep. because you got the what brand new place that opened where is it mass the level 99 yep and stuff like that that super fun too i don't know if you guys have we been. haven't gone there yet it's a good time they, they have a really good integrated tech system cool i can see that happening all right so so what uh, yeah see i'm i'm just <laughs> he's having a day. I'm having a mind for Well, we already parts. did three games. Yeah, no. What, in your opinion, separates a really good game from a great game? Commitment. Commitment on the owner's part. Commitment on the game master's part. Okay. It's You can tell the love of a good game, and you can tell the dislove of a bad game. That's an interesting take on it. I like that. Okay, so here's here's a question. I put it out to a couple Facebook groups and uh, whatnot, but and we're gonna end up putting it out to other owners and whatnot, and do a show just about it. But how do you find that if you go to another place, or they have on the website, okay, this one's uh, eight out of ten difficulty, this one's five out of ten difficulty. Do you find that maybe? What they claim are the easier rooms are more difficult than what they claim are the difficult rooms. That's kind of a tongue twister, but. So we've completely removed difficulty from our website because yeah. different players find one room challenging and another room easy. We've had a top time team fail the next time they did a room. And that's that what was, we ran into. That's why we Yeah, the we last said that. two road trips we were on, the, the rooms that we were told, yeah, these are our hardest rooms, we would breeze right through. And the ones that people say, yeah, these are our easiest rooms, we'd be just lost. We'd be completely stumped in them. Yeah, and just... And now we're starting to delve into, you know, that whole rating yeah. system. Yeah, like how, do you rate, you know? how do you rate that room as a, as a difficult room when there's just so many it's diverse people out there that could find that hardest room be the easiest thing they've ever done in, the, in their life? Where, yeah, again, they take their easiest room and they're like, oh. Man, I don't like that room. That was way too hard. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand the difficulty part of it. It's the human variable. Yes. Yeah. Never what you think it's going to be. There you go. There you go. So you've game master rooms and, and whatnot. What was the most outrageous thing you've either, either seen or heard in a room? I've only kicked someone out of a room once. And it was this <laughs> younger gentleman that held a box over his head. This was in our early years, so we just used locked boxes. Uh, he held it over his head, smashed it on the ground, and just points at it and goes, I opened it. <laughs> okay, then. That's a good one. That's good. We've asked everyone that question. That's, that's that, a good one. That's right up there with the Florida one. Yeah. yeah. The uh, We were talking with a owner game master in florida and they had a room that had a laser maze and uh some of us are fatter than others and when i was going through the laser maze my shorts kept hitting the the, the beam and setting it off and she said and afterwards we're talking about it and joking about it and she said that they had uh, one team that went through that a female uh customer stripped down so that her clothing would hit it, and she stripped down so her clothing wouldn't, wouldn't set it off before. Yeah, we've heard some pretty good stories. From, yeah, we've uh, heard some pretty good ones. Phil, next time, just strip down. I'm sure they'll want to see that. 
I don't want to put anyone in shock. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough horrors in the world. Some things don't need to be seen. You're right. So uh, we did uh, Rocky Point and I uh, forgot the other name already. The Imaginasium of Intrigue. There it is. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed it. I mean, you guys and really. Belmont. Oh, and, and Belmont. But that was, a, that was more of a redemption for you and me because we yeah. did it a few years back. But. Uh, and it was a lot more enjoyable this time. Loved that yeah. room. And we saw the differences, that you, the changes that you made in the room and, and, and whatnot. And, yeah, kudos. I mean, not that you made it easier. You just made it better in my eyes because we, we were not a fan at the time of that room. That was a uh, difficult room for us. Yeah. Again, it was two of us. Your rooms are more made for more than just two people, but uh, – yeah, that thing was just... I could see how uh, some puzzles yeah. you need more than more than two. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Um, but I got to say that your your Rocky Point one is probably your best game to date. And there, there's not one thing I could ever say bad about that room. It was great. And he was telling us how it's also historically... Is that a cat? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Dog, Happy cat guess. <laughs> How that's historically uh, accurate, a lot of the stuff in that, that room, that's, there's a history to it. Yeah, so Rocky Point used to be a local park in Rhode Island, and we work with local historians to recreate as many elements of that actual park as we can. So when people that have been there before walk in the room, they are just floored. It is, yeah, I could definitely see that. You don't have to know anything about the park to enjoy the room, obviously. Right, right. we don't know anything no, about just, it. No, yeah. I mean... Walking in, I mean, I've never been to that particular park, but you do feel like you are in a park. I mean, it is. You do. You, you do. Just, yeah. The, and the game flowed so well, too. I mean, it just, it was, yeah, one of my favorite rooms we've done. And so, how about you, Ant? You've done eight rooms so far. Yeah, there's there was a lot to it. I mean, it was it was impressive, not just the puzzles itself but just the work put into it and the displays and, and the games I mean it was it, it was probably one of the if not the most you know immersive, immersive game that I played so far and in all I, your I was, eight games in all my eight games <laughs> um, I, I was blown away and you know I mean everything seemed to fit well um, everything flowed well, and it was just—I I was really impressed. Yeah. No, it's, I yeah, it was by far. Yeah, we were talking outside. It was probably out of all the rooms we've done, probably top five. Yeah. It warms yeah. my heart to hear that, guys. It's you know we've done just over three hundred, and uh, yeah, definitely it's got to be in the top five. Definitely top five for me, but well. I mean, you know. <laughs> definitely top eight anyway. Definitely top eight. <laughs> But we've yeah. really been focusing on guest experience. We want you guys to have the best experience possible. And you guys do. Like um, I forgot her name. I was a game master. She was she was awesome. Uh, now, throughout, throughout all the games. Now speaking of, you know, you focus on on that when you when you make the games when you come up with the concept of the game and all through the construction of the game and. How long does that that process take? Is it 
uh, a year? Is it five years? Is it It used months? to take us a year to build a game. Yep. But Rocky Point we built in six months because we had some wow. additional help. We built a game in 2020 during the pandemic, uh, the Imaginasium, and then we built Rocky Point in 2021. And does it start out where, hey, I got this crazy idea, or does it start out with, you know, I've seen, you know, we've never seen this type of room before, we could do this kind of room because no one's done it. Is it, you know, how does, how does the ideas come, come about? We do a lot to pick our ideas. We do customer surveys to see what people want. Uh, we love to throw in Rhode Island flair. And then I really just put myself as the player. And I'm like, what do I want to do? I want to do things in escape rooms and I want to have fun. So how do I create that environment that will allow that to happen? That's that's cool. Yeah. Like I said, I, by far my favorite room here. Um, I don't know. What else you got? Um, Usually when we do these interviews, you take over the whole thing. So Yeah, no, we surpassed our handful of questions that we normally do um just because i like asking questions <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what do you want to talk about got anything coming up in the, that you want to talk about or promote or so we are working on a secret project that we haven't released to the public yet so you guys would be the exclusive uh nice uh public release of this uh we're working on a new immersive facility with six different worlds and six different quests at starting points lots of integrated tech and uh in room actors uh there's so many bells and whistles in this i can't even get into everything right now wow that sounds amazing yeah it really does it uh, i i yeah i can't even think that's so such a cool idea we want to build an RPG that you can actually play. That's that's cool. Now, do you think it's going to be close to where you are now, or you still got to find a place to do it? Uh, we still got to find a place to do it. I'm definitely going to find a municipality that wants to bring this immersive entertainment there. Uh, I definitely don't want to fight with anyone anymore. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, former business owner, I get it. You know, <laughs> I do... Uh, I do get that. How long do you think a game like that would take to to see the light of day? So I've always been an artist. We kind of went as we went with, when we build our games. We design almost all of it, but there's a lot of creative freedom that comes along. With this facility, we have to design every single nut and bolt before we even swing a hammer. So... The design process is going to go into 2023, and I hope to have the doors open by the end of 2023. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. So. And we would love to be one of the first ones to come down and play it. <laughs> <laughs> you are invited. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. Um, what else you got? I really don't have much else. Oh, well, Anthony, what else you got there? Not really. I mean, the games were really well done. I mean, everything was was very immersive. So, yeah. what's he got? Anything else you want to throw in there? I just want to thank you guys for coming, Phil, Dom, and Anthony. I mean, you guys are always such a pleasure to host. You're such fun players, and you really love this industry. And anyone that can build the industry is a friend of mine. Nice, thank you. I just want to, I just want to throw out there again. We've been doing this for. 
We did 300-something games. Well, we're at four started years. Started in 2018, so it's four and a half. Four and a half years. And I just want to say to anyone that wants to play, these guys have always treated us right. From people that were just off the street to now, you know, 300 games later, every game match we've ever had has been great. Yep. Every game has been has been great. And uh, we just love coming here. You know, the guys are good to work with and – Everyone's always friendly and everything's always fun and you know, I'd like to thank you for that and that's about it. Thank you for surviving COVID and still being open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I owe the government to that one. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Other than that, well, thank you for being on the podcast and Anthony, thank you for taking a road trip with us. This is our first road trip guest. Yeah. You know, it's Thank usually you, just me and Phil running around with our heads cut off, like chickens with their heads cut off. But it's nice to have a third person now in these rooms. Nice to have a chauffeur. Oh, chauffeur too. Yeah, either <laughs> one of us got to drive this time. Figured that was the only reason I came to yeah. the car. So, yep. oh come on, you just had to get away from the kids for a Actually, while. Actually, we kind of did. Yeah, you needed that too. So, uh, are you the intern? <laughs> <laughs> I get paid the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we took his son oh, yeah. on his very first uh, escape room. Uh, last, uh, couple last, weeks yeah, last How old? Week, week he well, is 11. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We took him down to Escapeology. Um, we had done the room before, but we just wanted to gauge like what he would know. We did um, the, Mayan, the Mayan tomb or the Lost, City, Lost yeah. City or something that, out of Escapeology in Connecticut. And uh, He loved he it. He Real loved enthusiastic. It. When he found out his father was coming with us, oh, can I go with you guys? <laughs> nope. Mom I shut that right down. jump in the trunk and... <laughs> he would have had a blast there. Yeah. It's a good age. We yeah. That age group does really well. Yeah, he, he... I mean, the room that he did, he just jumped right in. He wasn't even shy. You know, when I first started, it, my first one, I was like, uh, I'm going to ease myself in. Now he just jumped right in and... <laughs> He's like, let me try this, let me do that. So it was, it was, it was nice. He know? opened every lock. He read everything there was to read. And he was right he was dead on center, the right in the middle of everything. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's great. So anyway, battery's dead. All right. Got to charge that when we get back. So again, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for coming up on the road trip. We'll have another episode of this. I don't know if we're going to have an interview with the next place we're at. We're going to try, but uh, we'll see. Uh, make sure you check out Riddle Room here in both uh, Warwick and East Greenwich. Um, what's your website again? It's ririddleroom.com. Room. R-I room. There it is. The link will be in the description notes and all that kind of stuff. So that's Bill. And you'll hear from us when you hear from us. 